Octa Non Verba is a show that's raw and real, featuring hard-hitting interviews with people that live by the ethos of actions, not words. Marcus Aurelius Anderson is a TEDx speaker, best-selling author, veteran, and leadership and mindset coach. With this show, you get to join Marcus as he goes inside the minds and experiences of the world's most successful warriors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and experts. With each episode, you're going to get the philosophies, concepts, tactics, and strategies these leaders use to turn adversity into victory. Live an extraordinary life based on actions, not words. Now, here's your host, Marcus Aurelius Anderson. Anger is good. There will come a time in your life when you are completely broken, totally exhausted, and have nothing else to drive you on. In those times when you want to give up, when you've run out of courage, when you're surrounded by fear and completely enveloped by it, in those moments, anger may be the only thing that you can burn as fuel. And this harsh reality may anger you, and if it does, then so be it. Because to not be aware of the power of channeled anger means that you are unprepared to deal with it and that you will be blindsided by it when it appears. And listen, in the interesting times in which we live today, if you're not angry, then you're not paying attention. Understand, if you don't learn to leverage anger to your advantage, your enemy absolutely will, and they will use it against you time and again. And that may be the difference between success and failure, freedom and slavery, life and death. I'm Marcus Aurelius Anderson, and this is another installment of Octanon Verba's Warrior Wisdom. In these solo episodes, I'll highlight lessons from warriors past and present, from the battlefields of Italy, Greece, Japan, and the Middle East, to modern-day warfare, including tactics seen today in business and society. The reality is this. The world is a battlefield, and to not master these lessons leaves you grossly ill-prepared for the adversity that you will inevitably face in the future. In today's society, there are not many situations that arise that necessitate violence. This means there are very few times that you will actually have to embrace anger and channel it to survive in a physical confrontation. But this does not mean that it won't happen in our lifetime. And acting as if it never will happen is a sure way to be victimized by an insidious, slow-approaching adversary. Yes, warriors love times of peace. That's the very reason why they go to war. But a warrior never sells his sword. In other words, if you want peace, you must prepare for war. This may go against every philosophical or religious quote that you see on social media today, but anger is good. Anger is a ruthless servant when you learn to control it. It's also a merciless master if you do not. Anger that is uncontrolled eventually consumes you. However, if you're able to see anger for what it is, channeling this energy towards your goals and control how you use it, you will understand that anger is good. To lash out in anger or have a completely unbridled rage is not what I'm talking about. I'm describing the ability to recognize and respect the emotion, letting it slowly boil and build below the surface so that you can unleash it as you see fit when the time is right and not a moment before. Anger is a form of temporary insanity, which is why we must master it and use it with caution. If you don't master anger, it will absolutely master you. You must realize that anger is only a symptom of something that's deeper, and you must get to the root of it. So what is the emotion that is the cause of anger? Fear. We feel anger because we fear we are going to lose something valuable to us. 
That's what this is rooted in. Tony Blauer says that it's impossible to find genuine courage without experiencing fear, and that those that learn to manage their fear manage to fight. Tony calls this fighting with righteous indignation, and this is the manifestation of fear into anger. A great example of this sort of fighting with controlled anger would be a mother fighting to protect her child. This shows how powerful righteous indignation can be. Again, anger is good. But how do we manage fear and anger? Every emotion that you have in your body is there for a reason. It is not a mistake. It does not happen by accident. To not understand the emotion and to try to block it out means that it will simply fester and become corrosive over time. Many are taught to simply smile while stuffing their anger down or to turn the other cheek, ignoring that it even exists. But this isn't even really dealing with anger at all. It's simply attempting to bypass the emotion. Acting as if it doesn't exist is not sustainable or even healthy long-term. Anger has been with us since early man. It has evolved with us to help defend us against clear and present danger, as well as potential threats. Anger is embedded in our DNA for our very survival. Anger drives people to be extremely vigilant about threats and to sharpen our focus. When we are threatened or attacked by a predator, anger will automatically activate and pushes us to fight back to protect ourselves and the things that we hold dear. Anger also gives us urgency to solve problems. It motivates us to take massive definitive action. It releases chemicals in our body to prepare us for physical conflict and combat. Anger makes us see injustices more clearly when they occur. We often experience anger when we are denied rights or faced with insults, disrespect, injustice, or exploitation. Anger serves as an internal guidance system that tells us that something is not right, that someone has threatened us or treated us unjustly or unfairly. Standing up for a lack of fairness prevents people from taking advantage of others as well. This type of anger brings about positive change and increases the social cost for such behavior. Anger gives you the courage to stand up for yourself and your rights. It gives you the strength to maintain your boundaries. Anger is good. Allowing the emotion to be experienced entirely is good, but acting from a place of uncontrolled anger is not. Every major philosophy and religion discusses anger at some point because, frankly, it's just part of the human condition. And Stoicism has addressed this extensively. The Stoic Seneca wrote an entire book on anger. Marcus Aurelius discussed anger often in meditations. In fact, in the very first sentence of the book, he talks about his grandfather, Verus, and how he learned the nobility of character and freedom of anger from him. Marcus also mentions multiple times that he still struggles with his temper and with anger. Now, there are countless stories and fables as examples of what not to do when overcome by anger. In fact, every great Greek tragedy is filled with examples of this, but if they had acted wisely and experienced and channeled their anger appropriately, then they would be very boring stories. In episode 22 of Octa Non Verba, I interviewed Donald Robertson, best-selling author of How to Think Like a Roman Emperor, the creator of Stoicon, and one of the most respected experts on Stoicism today. He says that anger is your royal road to self-improvement. In our interview, Donald also mentions the four things that we should do when looking at anger according to Socrates. And I'm paraphrasing here. The first thing that he says is to remind yourself that there are reverses of fortune every day. This is not the exception. This is the rule throughout history. This means that staying resolute in the face of adversity is imperative to victory in any endeavor. Secondly. He says, the wise say to lose your head, 
will just make things worse, causing unnecessary suffering. The third thing that he says is nothing is all important in the grand scheme of things. To take a high overhead view, to look at it as a small piece of history. In other words, choose to have hindsight now in this moment instead of later. Lastly, the fourth thing that he says, according to Socrates, when we complain excessively, it prevents clear, rational thought. Therefore, anger is temporary madness. In the end, we learn to control anger by self-mastery, by controlling ourselves. And the only way to truly know thyself is to face and endure adversity. Adversity doesn't show you who you are. It simply strips away all the illusions, all the lies, all the bullshit that you are not. Adversity is the gateway to self-knowledge. And that knowledge leads to facing fear courageously and using your anger wisely. Thus endeth the lesson. Your after-action items for this episode. One, what are you angry about right now? Two, what is the fear beneath that anger? And three, what actions will this fear and anger lead you to take immediately? Listen, when somebody repeatedly threatens you by saying that they're coming for you, your livelihood, or your freedom, believe them. There may be a time to give them the benefit of the doubt or perhaps grant them the grace to say that, oh, they know not what they do. But if an oppressor continues to push you, hoping that you'll be the one to capitulate or be reasonable, then there's nothing left for you to do than to prepare to defend yourself. The time to talk and be reasonable has passed. Stop preparing to compromise. Stop preparing to talk or to make amends. Instead, if you want peace, prepare for war. Stop wondering when they'll stop attacking and start asking yourself why you continue to tolerate these acts of aggression. If this message resonates with you, share it with others that need to hear it or in your network. Until next time, live a life of actions and not words. Live a life of Octa Nonverba. Thank you for listening to this episode of Octa Nonverba. If this message resonates with you, please share it out with others on social media. Hit that subscribe button and leave a review for the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. To learn more, please go to MarcusAureliusAnderson.com and join his Octa Nonverba Inner Circle to get exclusive content, news, and information. Until next time, remember, talk is cheap. Live your life based on actions, not words.